so far we aren't seeing the sugar rush and spending uh, that we saw at the end of the last lockdown. Then we got the red light areas like Taupo, who are limited in numbers, of course, because of their vax rate. We got roadblocks and bad press around the north. The Potiki now talking about roadblocks as well. So, what effect does it all have? Tourism industry, Aotearoa our boss Chris Roberts is with us on this morning. To you, Chris. Morning, Mike. You've suffered more than anyone, really. I mean, we spent a lot of the last couple of weeks talking about beauty and you know hairdressers and stuff like that, but we've forgotten the tourism. No one suffered more than tourism, have they? No, it's been a long two years for us. Uh, you know, the borders started closing back in February 2020. So, uh, yeah, it's been a long time without customers from overseas and, and interruptions for when we've had domestic customers. There's a guy this morning quoted Gavin Oliver. He runs EcoZip on Waiheke. He's the chair of the Auckland Tourism Regional Forum. He says it's pretty ugly out there, or it's not pretty out there. Is he right? Oh, Gavin's right on the money there, and especially for the Auckland uh, operators, obviously they've been unable to operate for the last 100 or more days, uh, but the rest of the country suffers from not having Aucklanders coming to visit them. So uh, it's been a very a very difficult winter. Uh, I think right now every tourism operator is just hanging out for a good Kiwi summer, that New Zealanders uh, are going to go somewhere this summer, uh, spend a little bit of money, have a great holiday, uh, get together with family and friends and, and spend a little bit of money with tourism operators. What's the mood? I mean, how do you assess the mood, say, in, in the north? So you've got a lot of tourism operators in the north. They want the money, like Shane Jones advocates for, but then you've got a lot of people wanting to stop them getting there. I mean, how do you, how do you handle that? We had a number of sort of forums and Zoom meetings this week, and I think the, the, the feeling was a mixture of excitement and anxiety. So exciting that uh, summer is coming and there's a chance to have some visitors, but... Uh, anxious about uh, some of the, the social uh, license concerns, what some communities are saying about whether or not they want visitors coming through at all. Uh, what, how do we uh, make sure that we're doing everything we can to keep people safe and all the new regulations and rules that people are getting to grips with? Uh, and what happens uh, when there is uh, an outbreak in one of these holiday spots? Because there will be one. Yeah. And how, how do we handle that? Exactly. You got a lot of hope for Jan 17, for Feb, for April next year when the border allegedly comes down, New Zealanders initially start coming back. Do you see that as a gold mine or not? We actually put out something this week, uh, giving our members uh, a bit of a reality check that it is possible we, we won't see any significant numbers of international visitors uh, till the end of 2022. So while, while the border is uh, technically opening up to non-New Zealanders on the 30th of April, it's going to be a staged approach. We don't know what stages yet. Uh, and with that seven-day self-isolation requirements, you're not going to get holidaymakers coming here and uh, lock themselves away for the first seven days. So it's going to be a trickle of international arrivals from May onwards, and we really can't say yet when the tap's going to be turned on. It's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard road to hoe, Chris. Listen, I wish you all the very best, and I hope the industry has a half decent summer at least, and uh, at least part of it is in our hands, and we can hit the road or a train or a bus or a car or a plane or whatever, and get out there, spend a bit of money, and have a good time. You did right. Have a good Christmas, Chris Roberts, uh, from Tourism New Zealand.